I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. Journeying now for 30 years into the life and practice of yoga, I have met many who have taken interesting turns when past extraordinary bumps and reached unexpected places. People with whom I shared conversations about everyday struggles, intimate realizations, larger questions, ideas and dreams. So today, I'm passing on the mic to one of them so we could hear and celebrate the wisdom in people's differences and experiences. Welcome back to the show. Here I am today with my very special guest, Janine Violante. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning and good afternoon. Good morning and good afternoon. <laughs> yes, this is a little bit of a walk across the yeah. ocean. Yeah. The pond. The, the pond. pond. The big pond. <laughs> yeah. Janine is joining us today from, well, outside of New York. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. How, how is the climate right now where you it's, are? What is it it's, like? It's beautiful. It's turning to fall. So the weather is getting a little cool. I'm about an hour north of New York City, so it's mm. it's just turning into autumn. So it's it's lovely. It's lo it's a lovely yeah. day. And you sure love the outdoors, as far as I know, because I can see I here you're a member of the Cortland Rowing Association. Yes, yes. 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 I row. And you've been a, graph a graphic designer for 30 years, and you own your own business, the Hudson Valley Graphic Design Studio, <laughs> right? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And as you are aging and turning 60, as you dare to reveal in your bio here, is <laughs> you're committed happy. to that. You're committed to that, to aging oh. well oh, and yeah. practicing daily yoga, meditation, Ayurveda. This is where we found each other, isn't that right? That's we right. Uh, that's wrote right. that subject and that's, that's right. That adventurous driven and focused this is what how i want to introduce you for now thank you yeah our hot topic for this very show is not on graphic design no <laughs> and how it can change your world <laughs> but it's um we found out that we both love about that we recently found our voice in talking about god again right yeah, yeah. 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 What has driven you to come back to, you know, really talk about it? Yeah. Well, I think we are living in very volatile times. Mm. I think um, this past year has really humbled a lot of us. And um, my, I, I've, I've been motivated to be more outspoken about my faith. Yeah. And um, I think that would, that would answer your question. It's really the times we're living in. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized that, you know, turning 60 really, really impacted me in a way that I thought, well, I'm kind of on that, that slope now, you know, you're kind of like over that part now. And, and when you look at your life and say, what kind, what, how do I want to be remembered? What kind of legacy do I want to leave? Mm -hmm. leave, leave? And, and um, I would say that a big part of that is I want to be able to be, to candidly share my beliefs and my faith. Yeah, it's that time of the life. I mean, I, I just turned 50, you turned 60. So what mm -hmm. I hear about these lifespans is that in Ayurvedic terms, we're turning to the inner wisdom that we collected over the ages and through the ancestors. And of course, there's also then not so much boundary anymore to, 
towards having to follow ethical rules that kind of kept us in our careers, kept us as good family members and so on and so on. Or what do you think? What's happening with you right now? Oh, I am, uh, I am sort of, I'm, I don't know if this sounds right, but I'm sort of out, of out on my own as far as that goes. I, had, I have spent a very long time in churches, sitting under different types of ministries, um, and always being a truth seeker. I just would always, I'm always yeah. looking for what's, what, what's the truth? What's happening? What, what's going on here? Um, especially in regards to death. I mean, yeah. death is a subject I am very interested in. Nobody ever wants to talk about that, but I really mm. want to talk about it because um, it's the great inevitable, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing that's for sure in life, as we say, you know, yeah. you're going to so die. Has, yeah, so that has been part of my um, quest in life is to understand that, to understand death. Mm. And so that really kind of brought me to uh, a f kind of exploring, well, what do different faiths believe and so for me I, I kind of came, have kind of settled into what I believe yeah. to be going on here yeah. and um, and you know as you you know as you get older you just can't help think about it you know mm. you just can't help think about that you know that well wh what's the plan here what's going on do I have anything to do with this can I do I have any control over what's going to happen or is it just a crapshoot Wow. And do you have the answers, Janine? When I hear you saying like that, it sounds like there is a deep, kind of like there's a deep knowledge, wisdom behind it. So tell me all the answers. <laughs> like, what are we doing with this situation? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I, I don't have the answers, but I believe that I have settled into a belief system Hmm. that uh, does have the, does have the answers. And it's, it, you know, it's just, it's not a big mystery. It's, it's a, a biblical or a biblical belief system, a Bible belief system. Now, just to, just to, um, you know, to quantify that I have sat under many different min ministries, different denominations and um, heard many different uh, kind of messages and, uh, I've kind of come into my own understanding of what I what I believe, and it is rooted in the Bible. It is rooted in that, and uh, but I don't really go to church. I actually don't go to church, and um, don't oh. attend a church, uh, yeah. which which might you know be a little interesting or radical. But I, I just you know for you you and I no. were just discussing this slightly before before our, our before we went live we were talking about our experiences in yeah and that's what i wanted to come into yeah. now because yeah. the very reason oh that that's so beautiful the very reason why i wanted to talk about this is because i have had a solid yoga practice and in yoga we can call it brahman you know so we are hiding behind this unified field and there's so many beautiful english wordings around God. And then at some point, my teacher started to talk and just started talking about God. And he said, God. And I was like, yeah, okay, God. But when I wanted to talk about God, I didn't dare to do it. And it took me a whole lot of uncovering all my shadow issues with it. And yeah, I think when you say you are into Bible studies, but not into church, the same has occurred to you. Yeah, because I've I've um, 
I, I, I so hear what you just said, because what you just said was that your perception of God was very mingled with past. I'm just, I'm just reflecting what you just said. Yeah. Mingled with past and messages and uh, organized religion, things that maybe you grew up with, as, mm -hmm. as I did too, yeah. Alexandra, as I did too. Yeah. Um, but I have come into a place in my life where I understand God to be a loving father hmm. who, who loves me and has wants desires to have a relationship with me desires to guide me and lead me and hold me yeah and to feel safe there and so that's you know and so i had to as maybe you did it sounded like had to toss out a lot of old beliefs. kind of beliefs yeah 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 it's interesting that you say father. I've read, you know, I've read Tosha Silver, who is talking about that's not your money. She says it's like it's divine energy we're talking about, and she kind of loosely refers to she and him, in order for her to to say like if we talk a bigger energy of bigger energy, it's very hard to say which part it is, the masculine or the feminine that's yes. in action right now. So. I stumbled across your uh, big father picture. How does that come about for you? Oh, I'd love, I'd love, I love this conversation. <laughs> um, well, because I think we get caught. We get yeah. caught. We get stuck yeah. and caught in concepts. Is God a he? Is God a she? And uh, we, we get stuck there and it stops our learning. It stops our growth because we're stuck. Now we're stuck. We're parked on the side of the road, contemplating whether God is a he or she. I don't go there. I, I do refer to God as a he only because in the Bible, it refers to him as he, but God, God made women. I do believe God created women. So God has a feminine side. So I really don't believe in our finite minds. We want to put God as a he or a she. We kind of mm. sort of want to, we want to compartmentalize it so we can understand it. But our minds are so finite. We don't understand the vastness of God. So mm. I don't really even think God is a he or a she. I don't think we can even yeah. comprehend that. We'd yeah. like to, we'd like to put a, put, put the God in a box so that we mm. can understand. But I, I don't think that, that, that applies. I think that gets us stuck. There's a lot of concepts that get us stuck. And then we stop there. You know, is the Bible true? Yeah. Is there, wasn't it written by man? And, you know, there's a lot of concepts that get us stuck and then we stop moving forward. Yes. So I try not to get stuck. I try to take God for who he, she is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think we all get stuck. I believe that many of us that kind of shrink when we hear God, you know, and then, okay, yeah. maybe there is a God. And then, and then we refer to it as someone who created. That's the next thing I get stuck on. You know, honestly, it's yeah. like, okay, create, hold on. You know, I had this, for example, here's a story from my life. In school, I had somebody who was in um, a religious group where they believed that God made the world. And, that, uh, and in this particular group, which is more known as a cult at this point, I think, um, 
they also then said to her she can't believe in the researches of and science of biology because biology then proves genes and and that we come from the neanderthals and here i am again stuck in my past time you know while we're having the conversation and i believe in god and suddenly i'm thinking like oh should i put out this podcast how are you on this janine help me out here yeah no no and and um what i would say is um to just how I would respond to that is um, I try not to get stuck and I try to stay in, in, the, in this place. I'll tell you the place I stay yeah. um, is that uh, God created me, that God formed me in my, in Psalm 139 says you are formed in your mother's womb. God formed me, created me, designed me, knows me better, better than I know myself loves me more than I can ever imagine, wants to have a relationship with me, wants to, sh wants to hold me, wants to lead me in my life. Mm -hmm. So I feel the tremendous sense of love there. And that's even, Alexandra, what I do in my meditations is in my meditations, I sit and feel the love of God. Mm. And I, I, I actually challenge that to your listeners and to, to you as well, is to sit and, and feel, because in meditation, right, we sit and we just sit in silence. Mm. But in my sitting in silence, I sit and I feel the love of God. There's a, there's a scripture that says, be still and know that I am God. That's, you know, so I sit and I feel the love of God, meaning the love of the creator of the universe, you know, in my, in yeah. my understanding. Um, and, and just to tap into one little thing that you had just said too, is um, the, another place of getting stuck is right. If God created the universe and who created God, there's, you know, there's so many questions there. There's so many questions yeah. there, but I try not to get stuck. I get, I stay in the personal relationship. Yeah. Thank you for that because then, you know, I'm, of course, I want to make this an interesting show. So I'm, I'm challenging you back right now. It's come on when we come on here. I'm coming. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The thing is, when we go into religion and I know with the two of us, we are trying to dissect one from the other. Yeah, right. We're, uh, mm -hmm. we're trying to dissect God as equals love equals you know energy and doesn't equal religion belief you know like strong beliefs and and there you are sitting and saying to me you know oh when you say that to me i'm just going back to my you know to my own show and say like oh he, my father loves me and you know i am god as i'm sitting still so to speak you know because you just uh, mm -hmm. quoted that verse which kind mm -hmm. of refers to to me in my mind that uh, it's saying we are all God, you know, and, mm -hmm. and then I'm thinking about all these deeply religious fanatic people that just go back and keep argumenting without going into a conversation. Where is the conversation for you, Janine? Well, uh, just, uh, just to uh, clarify that to the um, be still and know that I am God is God is uh, speaking. God ah, speaking. Okay, okay. I'm not speaking, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I, that was, I just pulled it out of context too. If, cause if I read the whole thing, you'd see that God was actually the God, the father was actually ah, speaking. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's be still and know that I am God or know that mm -hmm. he is God. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but, um, now I just lost my train of thought what you were, what you were asking right I was there. asking about like, how can we, how can we open the conversation about God yeah. without sounding fanatical? I know you're not, I know you're, you're saying yeah. you're coming from the love, but I'm asking, what is your answer? To you yeah. if you just revert to well you know yeah. I believe in this love yeah and 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 some would think me 
fanatical if if I were actually you know really yeah. <laughs> some mm-hmm. might you know some might because yeah. people don't you know they you know right religion is considered a crutch by many right yeah. you know just something you fall back on because you you know don't you know haven't studied enough or whatever um so uh but um I I think there that's another place to get stuck is yeah. in is in different belief systems I think the the one thing that um, I do believe in, uh, and I, you know, and you, we, we are being candid here, right? So the one thing I do believe in is I do believe in the exclusivity of Jesus Christ, hmm. and uh, that is that is kind of perhaps a radical thought for many, um, but 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 many religions believe in an exclusivity of something. Yes. So I do believe in the exclusivity of Jesus Christ as the mm-hmm. demonstration of God's love. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. God, God loves us, but there is a problem. And that problem is called sin. Sin separates us from God. Mm-hmm. And um, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty for that sin. Mm-hmm. So I, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, But then I, I, I think a lot of things go, go gray area. A lot of things go up for grabs. Yeah, because I've sat, as I said earlier, I've sat under different religions, different Mm. denominations, believe different things about baptism, believe different things about sacraments, believe that there's a lot that comes that a lot of differentiation denomination means division, right? That's, that's that word. So, um, so Mm. my, my belief is really that God loves me, but I am a sinner which means that I've just missed the mark. I've just done my own thing and not what, not, not what God approves of. And, uh, but he sent Jesus Christ to pay the penalty for my sin. Why that had to happen, a little bit of a mystery to me. Why there had to be a blood sacrifice for, this, for, the, for the payment for yeah. my sin, a little yeah. bit of a mystery to me. I don't think my mind can wrap myself around that. You know? mm. Mm. But, uh, but, that, but I don't make the rules. You make, you know, it's just the way, it's just the way the Bible spells it out. Yeah. And what I'm hearing, you know, I mean, because I come, as I said earlier, I was raised uh, in the Catholic tradition and uh, my father was a Protestant and, um, is that right? Is that the way you say that in Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Protestant? Yeah. Protestant. And most of all i was raised through the female side on my mother's side and um, a lot of them went to church like religiously (laughs) and uh, and what came through is in all that was like what we what as you say you know the word sinner and how we are so sinful and i think i really i really enjoyed the sessions in the church where i felt lifted and believed in the bigger things and here I was back at home and I was called a sinner for what doing for whatever you know and you don't do that and that's a naughty girl and whatever that's a bad girl and that's why I moved away and I looked for more community and this is where I found the Indian tradition the Hinduism Buddhism you know and slowly slowly I found my way back into these belief systems or you know help uh, I, th- I think belief systems are just uh, a crutch as you say you know so mm-hmm. that we are not overpowered by the vastness of what is really you know around us mm-hmm. um, but yeah I do I do get I do get stuck when you say that thing about yeah. Jesus and he, he is like almost the one who has taken away the sins 
Mm-hmm. That's uh, what did you call it? A blood blood sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, you know, um, totally understanding how, how and totally understand how you get stuck there, right? That's a, mm. like what? That's so foreign for us, mm. right? That's for, like what? Why would this pay, this resolve this or this atone for this? Very hard for us to understand. Mm. Um, but. Um, and also, I just want to address what you just said, too. I think a lot of people, myself included, have had a difficult time with the you're a sinner, mm-hmm. that statement, you're a sinner, because then you're, that, that's I'm bad. That's an I'm, I'm that, that feels I'm right. I'm bad. But um, the reality is that we are also see there's so many complexities to it. We are also create, created in God's image. Well, then, mm-hmm. then how does that how does that line up with that? So th- there's a lot of there's a lot of nuances that are that you know c- can be explored, but I also believe that uh, organized religion or church has taken some of those and sort of run with them. The sinner mm. concept: you're a sinner, you're bad, therefore you're kind of uh, you know kind of lower in some way, and therefore you owe us something. <laughs> you know, you you have to pay us something. And you have to yeah. do us. And the reality is, um, we there is nothing we can do to make God love us more or less. There's nothing mm. we can actually do. Mm. There's it's it's uh, there you know there there is nothing it, you know. And I grew up Catholic as well, where um, you had to perform these sacrifices to yeah. you know. So and you know just back to er- what I was saying earlier was. Um, uh, there's, you know, what I always wanted to know is, well, how do I get to heaven? <laughs> just, tell ah, me, just, yeah. just give me, just give me the bottom line. Tell me yeah. how I get to heaven, right? Because we yeah. talked earlier about my interest in death and understanding what the, mm. what the, uh, you know, so just, so just, okay, what's the Bible say about how to get to heaven? Yeah. That's, that's what I want to know. I want to mm. be on that. I want to be on that line. I want to be waiting on that line. Um, and, 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 you know, yeah, yeah that, that's where I want to be. If, if there, you know, um, if, if there's a line for that one, I want to be there. But um, I, I really believe that we were created to know God and uh, in a personal way, but that we have to have a relationship with him. But there is a problem and that problem. This is and this is actually not my idea. This is the way the Bible lays it out so this is mm-hmm. it. but so there is a problem for that and it, it, it problem in that we are separated from god by our sin but god loves us so much that he sent his son jesus christ to pay for that sin and that's so you know, is that, there in your concept of what you're how you're describing it is there anything you can do not being jesus christ obviously that you can do to to free yourself from sins or do you feel yeah. like you're already free because he was on earth yeah, you are already free. It's it's um, the, mm. there's the only thing you can do is to accept his payment. There's mm. not you can't be. I, I I always say that I'm not a. I don't call myself a Christian because I'm a, a, a good person or anything or I do mm. anything good. I call myself a Christian because I needed Jesus Christ to save my sorry ass. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, yeah. because because um, he, he we're separated from God because of sin, but Jesus paid that penalty, and therefore, just ex- all we have to do is really accept His payment for for this, accept His death on the mm. cross as the one and only payment for our sins, and we are we are open at that point to a relationship with God, and that really is all it is. 
that really is that that is all there is to it but it there is so much other voices and doctrines and you know denominations that take that concept and they mm. twist it all different ways but that mm. really is the way the bible lays it out it's very simple mm. it's really just an un, it's just a repentance it's a understanding what jesus did and it's a repentance and it's a inviting christ jesus christ into your life that's really all the Bible says you need to do. And then, mm. you know, it doesn't mean all of a sudden you're bada bing, you know, you're all of a sudden like some kind of saintly Mother Teresa type, but, but it does mean that you now have a relationship with God. You now are um, in right relationship with God. And therefore, mm. therefore, when you die, you are, you are going to heaven. Now that sounds really, <laughs> doesn't that sound really, Hardcore, yeah. right? That sounds yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about death, you're interested in you you believe in that there is something after you leave this body. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yes. This is just a this is just a temporary life. This is not your eternal life. No. Mm. No. You're going to live here for what? Eighty years? Ninety? With all your Veda, we're going to live here what? Ninety? Hundred years? Hundred eight? Yeah. Yeah. The, the magic okay. number. Yeah. Um, I found this really interesting because recently I've listened to this podcast of Dr. Richard Hoffman and he says it's a case against reality. Now this person, um, this scientist, I'm not sure, are you familiar? Um, just I, I'm not, I'm not. No, okay, just a quick sum up for also the listener. Um, he is talking about the very fact that he works in the IT world. He was interested in AI, artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. and he, his premises was, are we as much robotic as we are creating robots? You know, like his premises was like, the question was like, are we truly in the human body? Are we not only something like different um, with different coding, like an AI? And I love the conversation he held in this podcast, and you can get his book, you know, A Case Against Reality, where he's actually talking about, um, about the concept of the world we're in. He says it's like an interface. It's like an interface, like you would play a video game. And this video, and we're just the players in this video game, and there is a bigger thing happening behind us and we don't know the player as the player in your own video game if you ever played one don't know that you exist we can't know that we exist you know through somebody else is guiding us and making us perform yeah. things and yeah um, and he was asked how he would describe death as we're talking about death a little bit while talking about god <laughs> you can't yeah, avoid yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah sure sure yeah um he says it's almost like um, if you ever played these full body suit games, I never played them, but I know how they work. I think I do. And um, if you say to your friends, let's go and play around and you end up going to um, a beach ball, volleyball field and you end up playing. And then one of the players who is in acting says like, oh, you know, guys, I need to, to go out and drink something. And he leaves the suit behind because he can't go out. What the other players see is will that the body will collapse or become completely still. And if you think about the avatars in the games, you know, they will perceive that person as dead. 
And that's how he described death, you know, mm. like it's almost mm. like we're leaving the body behind. And this is mm. also what the yogis say and the Ayurvedic say, we're just leaving yeah. this and then turning to into into source which is still it's more my lingo i noticed you know as i'm talking about god i'm noticing this is more my lingo and mm. but still i respect the the background i'm coming from and that i mm -hmm. have to start honoring and really go back to people who are living a religious life from the tradition in the in the west you know that mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. to explain it the best we can and that's why I'm well it's it is such a curious thing though, right? Because you've been, you've seen in, in the United States, we call it a wake when someone dies, you, their body is laid out and you see that body and I, it always intrigued me, like, where are they? Yeah. There's, their, there's their skin, there's their skeleton and bones. Where, you know, there they are, but where are they? they, they, yeah. they did they just poof, disappear? Yeah. So I, I think even as a young child, I think that really intrigued me. Like, yeah, where are they? <laughs> Let's let me figure out where they are. You yeah. know, because I see their body, but they're they're not there. So, uh, so you know, I I you know, kind of in my quest to understand what happens. There there is um, there is you know a, a biblical concept of uh, just that underscores what you just said about being absent from the body. Mm. about being present with the Lord, that there is another realm going on. Mm. You're not, you and I are sitting here talking, you're in your living room, whatever. And, mm. uh, and there is another realm going on. There is another spiritual yeah. realm going on. There yeah. is something else going on that we don't see. Yeah. And I like the idea that there's somebody really so intrigued with it and coming from not a religious background and not from a background of mushroom exploration or whatever like you know yoga exploration saying like let me prove this this is essentially what he's trying to do and he knows he's only making a start but uh, as you said initially when we started this conversation we are in dire times and we need to 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 come into well this is what we believe other people might not believe it but uh, we feel the need to to widen the perspective to widen the angle of the lens in order not to get trapped in suffering, as they, the Buddhist says, you know. Sure, and what anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, I mean, for, for me, Alexandra, my, my relationship with God, my relationship with Jesus Christ gives me a tremendous sense of peace in these times. Like none of us know, none of us can control what's going to happen tomorrow. None of us knew that this was going to happen mm -hmm. back in January, February, this pandemic. This was, this is totally, you know, unprecedented, right? So, but I have a tremendous, because I have a relationship with God, because I have Jesus Christ in my life, because I, I um, am walking with God, I have a tremendous sense of peace. And I, I'm mm. not afraid. I'm not afraid of death. I know I, because I know that God has me, I feel very supported. Mm. I feel both mm. like I belong there. So it's, it's this very deep, deep, and I feel very loved there. Right. Mm. So this is, it's a very deep personal relationship I have with God and, 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 and it's available to all. Yeah. And this is not a podcast to convince other people to do so, but so mm -hmm. I just want to go back to the practical here, to the practical mm -hmm. steps, you know, um, mm -hmm. you, you, you do in the Bible. I do a course in miracles, which teaches mm -hmm. you also mm -hmm. to see yeah. God oh, yeah. uh, and to see yourself in God and as God and so on and so forth. And 
Now I'm thinking here, you know, how often have I proclaimed, yeah, I'm not afraid of death either, you know, like, and there's all these funky uh, memes out there, you know, I want to be dying, running down, you know, the hill with a glass of wine or I don't know, in a yeah. chocolate cake in my hand. <laughs> yeah. But my question to you really, as we're sitting here is, how do you know you're not truly afraid? Because have you encountered either a death-like experience to know oh at that moment I was okay or how do you know Denise? yeah I would say um, no I have not encountered um, a death-like experience although proof uh, but I have a deep knowing a deep spiritual knowing that um, that God is real and that I have a relationship and that he knows me knows my name he created me knows me better than I know myself I have a deep spiritual mm. knowing that it is you know you have to say it's faith it's just faith because mm. um because uh hey i could be wrong right <laughs> maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe the bible is just a book written by a bunch of guys or whatever you know like or whatever <laughs> all the, you know maybe it is, but may, you know maybe i'm completely wrong but uh and i'll you know get there and or then i die and then it's over you know, blank, yeah. blank, blank slate, it's over. But I'd rather live with this sense of peace and um, a spiritual knowing and a spiritual relationship with God, what, what I believe to, you know, to be God, than not, you know, than, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'd rather, I'll take the gamble. But that's the point. You know? I think that's the yeah. point we're walking both towards is like, I read this book, uh, another book, you know, Untamed, Glennon Doyle, and she talks about, oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. so, she's yeah. so connected to him. And yeah. I think, yeah. What I'm getting from her is this, it's not about whether your belief is true or not. You have to always kind of go into the depth of your beliefs. That's what yeah. she is doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And that's mm -hmm. what we're both learning through Ayurveda. You know, is mm -hmm. this, is this axiom, is this for real? Is this like increases like? Is, <clears throat> and in, in this testing your beliefs while having your beliefs, you mm. can create something mm. where you feel safe and peaceful and in harmony with bigger nature right yes, that's what and it you is at the end of the day yes and you 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 live in that bliss body you live yeah. in that bliss body um but I, I just want to touch on something just because you mentioned ayurveda um uh, so i came into this because uh, i was i'm kind of new to ayurveda to yoga mm -hmm. so only okay. within the past two years or so so um because searching for ways to take care of myself and self-care, that's how, how I came into Ayurveda. But even in, the, I would say in the Christian communities, I, I never really was taught how to love myself. I was never taught how to care for myself. I was always, you know, invited to the potluck dinner yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, the with the donuts, but I was never uh, really taught to uh, care for myself and love myself. And I, when I have learned, you know, when I started to open my mind up to Ayurveda, because, you know, traditional Christian religion doesn't really look favorably on yoga. It's Eastern. It's not of God. It's, you know, it's, yeah. they, they look, they frown upon it. Yeah. And so I never really did. But once I started to open my mind to it, I realized how much they, they go together. Mm -hmm. How much Ayurveda, the science of life is like, it really supports my belief system that God created this and God created all the remedies and the herbs. 
oils, everything. He created all that in his creation to, mm -hmm. to support, to support us, to support yeah. our immune system, support, to support our livelihood. Yeah. You know, so I, I so just, just, I, I just want to say that, that I, I think that two of them really go so well together, Ayurveda and, and the biblical yeah. beliefs. They intersect. And I think that's why we're having, again, I'm saying the same thing over and over. That's why we're having this conversation because <laughs> As I, we're having this conversation, dear listener, you know, I can't even tell where I'm going with my God story. And uh, I, I don't want to be only entangled in one direction and being kind of classified as religious, Catholic or Catholic or religious Buddhism or whatever. I, I can't find my steps into one or the other, but I can only select compilation of stories like Janine is telling us, you know, she found that the self-love is more prominent in the practices of Ayurveda than we have seen through the church and probably there were some and then <laughs> they disappeared and or in the pagan lives you know they, they kind of honored nature and this is what the Ayurvedas do you know the Ayurvedas do that they mm -hmm. honor nature mm -hmm. and, and there's then, such wisdom there's such wisdom there mm. so much so much wisdom in Ayurveda mm. Mm. well I think we did a good job here, Janine. Is there anything you want to leave for the listener, you know, from your side as kind of like, what kind of advice would you give or what do you think you want to pass on if there's something? Um, I would just say that, um, I would just say that the, the thing that I would want to leave with is that, um, that God is accessible, God loves you and God created you. Hmm in order to have a relationship with him. So whatever that means, um, God is, God is, is, is a God of love. And that, and we, we've painted a lot of pictures that, you know, throughout history, we've painted a lot of different pictures of God, but the re I believe that the reality is God is a God of love and, and he, he wants to have a relationship with each and every one of us because he created us and he loves us so much. We have no idea. Hmm. Yes. And we cannot speak of God. That's what I found most powerful in that book, Untamed. You know, she said, we cannot say we're with God if we start to uh, have, be judgmental around certain lifestyles, certain ways of following. So I would add to your advice, you know, and wherever you can find your way in, find yeah. your way in. Don't feel like you need to only study the Bible or study Ayurveda. Yeah. You can find your way in. It's written in so many ways just listen to yourself yes and you know what honestly i go and i sit at the river mm. and i just i find my way in <laughs> you know because i just sit at the river and the mass you know they it, it's just overwhelmingly beautiful and it's like wow I, I, I'm, i've arrived <laughs> you know in god's arms in god's loving arms you know yeah, I have that when I see the Danube, you know, I sit by the Danube yes. and it's like yes. so massive. It's such yes. a force. I get goosebumps when I sit I there. I know, I know, mm. I know. Even our, or a starry night or something. You're just yeah. out in nature, out yeah. anywhere out in nature that just is overwhelmingly beautiful, you know? Yeah, that's the first yeah. touch of God. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Thank you, Janine, for this brilliant afternoon conversation, morning conversation for you. Thank if you. you want to find out a little bit more of, about Janine, we have everything in the show notes. And if you'd like her help, I'm sure you can find <laughs> yeah. something that you can get in touch with. Okay. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much myself and see you soon, listener, or hear okay. you soon. Bye. Okay. If you enjoy listening to my podcast, please consider to become a patron at patreon.com slash Alexandra Kreis and pledge your donation.